0: If hearing foul language makes your butt pucker up so tight that you can't pass a fart, this is 100% not the podcast for you, and you should immediately turn it off and consider some preparation H. Thank you, and let's get to the show. What's happening, Chico Sports Fantasy Football fans? You got Stevie P today. Uh, So today we are going to do a little bit, obviously, of some waiver wires. Because that's what everybody wants to know. What the hell am I picking up today? Because... I have no idea who to pick up. I have this situation. I have that situation. You know, everybody's have different situations. So we'll help you out and get you guys some of those names. So it's going to be just me today. Kev could not make it today. Uh, So it's just going to be me today. And uh, Kev will be back on the podcast tomorrow. So let's go over some quarterbacks. I mean, we all saw what happened to Dak Prescott on Monday, you know, on uh, Sunday. And, you know, breaking the hand or you know thumb whatever whatever exactly he did to it uh it's going to miss a couple of weeks according to what we're seeing here so really in my opinion the only two guys that I'm even interested in him a little bit is Carson Wentz going up against Detroit this week and I think he could be a viable guy for the next couple of weeks really if you need him you know what I mean to he's proven to be he has been a top 12 quarterback in the past so you know he's going to give you some stinker weeks he's going to give you some great weeks like he did last week but you know, at the end of the day, he's got some pretty good weapons over in the com- over with the Commanders and, you know, a guy that I'm not scared to throw into my lineup if I don't have Dak for the future, you know, for the future couple of weeks. Uh, James Winston is another guy that I would pick up. And other than that, there's not really anybody else, you know, under 50% owned that I would really consider. I mean, Justin Fields, I guess, you know, he's 46.8% owned. And I know you know he only had twenty one fantasy or twenty close to twenty fantasy points last week, but you know it's it's a situation where the dude, you know, it it was a monsoon out there. You know, I mean, really, if you watched any of that game, it started pouring rain, and there was just a sloppy mess of a game. So you know, at the end of the day, not a guy that I'm super excited about to get in my lineup. But Jameis Winston and Carson Wentz, I think, are two guys you can get in. Carson Wentz is who I would be going for. Jameis Winston is the consulary you know, prize winner, I guess you can call them. But, you know, it gets Tampa Bay this week. You know, Tampa Bay is going to uh, have a good defense this year. You showed what they did to the Cowboys. And we told you guys the Cowboys, we didn't think the Cowboys were going to be all that uh, fantastic. You know, so with that said, let's go on to the running back position. So into the running back position, you know, we do less than 50%. Some of these guys are not going to be owned in your, you know, not going to be owned in your league, and some of them are going to be owned in your league. So you're going to have to check. But the guys that are under 50% owned, we're just going to rattle off some names. I'm going to tell you other, you know, the pecking order of what I would do to get these guys. So J.D. McKissick, uh, Darnell Henderson, these are, you know, surprisingly both those guys are under 50% owned. You got Alexander Madison, eh jamal williams kenneth gainwell uh khalil herbert you know are are some of the guys that are under 50 percent now the guys that are getting into like the i don't know i guess 30 percent owned and lower you know tyler algier like i know some people are are like oh yeah you know he he's a good he was a good college running back and maybe he you know ha- starts having a better you know better season you know he wasn't he was an inactive last week maybe you know Maybe they start using him. Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't work that way. You know, you drafted him late. He's not a guy you can hold on to, right? I know Mark Ingram was another guy that people drafted late, thinking he was going to get a whole bunch of work, and he really didn't. You know, I'm, I would not be trying. You know, Isaiah Pacheco is seventeen percent owned. Yes, I would do that. Rex Burkhead one hundred percent needs to be owned. You know, that dude saw a, a pretty. I don't want to say an exclusive workload, but he was the main guy really you know and it wasn't like they were losing that game and having to come back mode, you would think he would be that guy, but he was being used a lot he was using being used a lot more than you know what we thought, so definitely a guy that I would you know consider and definitely you know a guy that should be owned in fantasy football so you know looking at the rest of the looking at the rest of the guys that are you know under you know fifty percent owned i there's not like a whole lot of names here that you're gonna you're gonna fall in love with. I mean, this is not the not the group of guys to fall in love with, but like Isaiah Pacheco is definitely somebody that we've been telling you in the preseason. You know, Kevin took him in our other league. Uh, I want to say in like it's also a keeper league, so you got to remember that. But I want to say he took him in like the eleventh, twelfth round, something like that. And in, you know, towards the end of draft season, we saw him going sooner than that. But in a lot of leagues, he's not owned, obviously, because he's seventeen percent you know, owned Khalil Herbert. You know, I like Khalil Herbert. we always have, and it would not be surprising to me if Khalil Herbert completely took that job. So that's another guy that I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I want that guy on my team. Uh, you know, Kenneth Gainwell. I know a lot of people are high on Kenneth Gainwell, but eh, I don't really, I'm not super excited about that one. All right. And the big one that everybody is going to be after is Jeff Wilson because of the Elijah Mitchell injury. You know, it's, it seems like here that they're saying he's probably going to miss about two months. Uh, that is a long time to miss a football. But don't be surprised if they if surprised if they sign somebody or, you know, they start using guys in a committee backfield, not not a full workload type of guy. Uh, would not surprise me in the least if they went out and picked up a, a veteran running back, somebody who, you know, is on is on a, t- a team that. You know, they're either willing to trade for or, you know, somebody that's on a team that, you know, maybe is a a practice guy or who knows, you know, maybe somebody in free agency. We might see, you know, shit, Devonta Freeman pop back into the NFL. Who the fuck knows? But at this point, I don't think they can rock with what they have. So they're probably going to be looking elsewhere to add somebody. And Jeff Wilson for this week will be the guy. After watching that fucking offense last week, I don't know if I want any of those guys, but you know, we'll have to keep our ears down and see what happens. Like I said, it did start raining in, like, the second half, and it was terrible. But, you know, uh, Lance, Trey Lance looked looked real bad. He looked real bad. So, you know, I don't know how excited I am about rostering 49ers players at this point right now. So we're going to have to see how they, they fix this offense. But it was not not very pretty last week going up against the Chicago Bears, who everybody thought was going to get blown out, and they end up winning that game. So, we're going to have to see what happens there, guys. All right, it's time to get into the wide receiver position. Uh, there's not like a, a whole lot of guys that I'm really super he- going heavy after, but DJ Chark is a guy that, you know, got some targets last week. You know, he scores a touchdown. He gets you, you know, like 15 fantasy points. You know, a guy that has shown you promise in the past, so wouldn't be surprising if he had, a, a, you know, a resurgent season. Uh, especially because until Jamison Williams comes back, he's going to be their big target uh, to go to other than, you know, TJ Hawkinson and TJ Hawkinson didn't get a whole lot of work in this game. We told you that we were worried about TJ Hawkinson and he kind of, kind of showed you why we were a little bit worried about him. Uh, Julio Jones, another guy, you know, he had, I think 12 fantasy points, something like that, but you know, he was getting targeted. And really he was making some spectacular catches. He, He looked like, he did not look like 25 year old Julio, but he looked like, you know, 28, 29 year twenty-nine-year-old Julio. He looked fine. He was getting targets. He was catching them. He was getting downfield, beating guys deep. So, you know, I like what I saw from Julio, and you know, I wouldn't be scared to go pick up Julio if you can. You know, at forty-three percent owned. Uh, another guy, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson had a huge game. A lot of people are super excited, you know, about about Robbie, and that's how that's kind of what Robbie is. Robbie is kind of one of those guys that you know has huge games, and then the next week he disappears, or he has a couple of huge games in a row, and then he disappears. So, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not throwing a whole lot of money at Robbie but I would get him on a roster if I need if I needed the wide receiver help uh looking at some other guys here it's not like I said there's not like a whole lot of wide receivers that are less than 50 percent on that I'm like oh my god I gotta go get um but you know Corey Davis saw a whole bunch of targets the other day I want to say it was nine uh after his nine targets you know he put up 13.7 fantasy points the Jets offense is it's just scary dude like it's it's a a little scary and nerve-wracking, really. If you want to be honest, uh, Devin Duvernay, uh, a guy that with the with the Ram, I mean the Rams, the Ravens, you know, he saw a he saw some targets the other day, and he, you know, he scores. He looks really good in the game. You know, not a guy that I would you know spend a whole lot on because I don't know how often that is going to be happening. But you know, the one thing that you can say about him is, you know, he he. Kind of did his thing, you know what I mean? He sees, he catches through. He had four targets and he caught all four of them. I mean, he has fifty-four yards. He scores two touchdowns. Um, you know, a guy that really you can't talk shit about because he's going to cost you probably nothing. Because a lot, a lot of people know who the hell devon Duvernay is. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of people are going to be super excited to go get him. You know, they see the two touchdowns and maybe some people will throw some money at him. But you know, I think people are going to just be like, uh, eh, it's a fluky kind of thing," and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go crazy over that one. Uh, A name that we have seen in the past and just seems to gel uh, with his quarterback is Sterling Shepard, right? So we have seen in the past, you know, Sterling Shepard have really big games with Daniel Jones. So it's not like a fluky thing where, you know, he just, you know, didn't do shit and ended up having some, some nice plays. But, you know, the dude only had... Four targets in the game. He caught two of them at seventy yards and a touchdown. But we have seen in the past these two guys have very good games together. And you know it's not it's not a situation where I'd be scared to where I'd be scared to roster them really. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is another guy uh, that got a bunch of targets yesterday. I want to say he had double digit targets. Uh, let me look. I think it was like 10, 12, uh, something like that. Uh, let's see what he had here. He had 11 targets. So Donovan People jones had 11 targets. I mean, he's only 1.7% rostered. Um, you know, he ends up catching six of those for 60. With Jacoby Brissett, there's just no upside with this guy. There's no, just no, like, oh, my God, he's going to be amazing. It's just kind of, you know, he's going to see a bunch of targets, and let's hope he gets into the, into the end zone. So if you want to spend money on him, hey, that's, that's on you. I'm not going to be spending – I'm not going to be going out and – you know trying to pursue Donovan Peoples Jones, you know, like a maniac just because of the quarterback situation. Maybe later on in the year that ends up coming to fruition, but you know, he's not the number 1 wide receiver there. They clearly brought Amari Cooper over to be the number 1 guy. And, you know, on an offense that's not going to be putting up a whole lot of points that we don't expect to be putting up a whole lot of points on a weekly basis and relying as much as they do on the run, I don't feel like I need to go out and spend a whole lot of money on this dude. So, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones is a guy that I'll I'll let somebody else take. All right, let's get to the tight ends. All right, so for the tight end position, we have there's a couple guys that we have. Um, Alberto, you know, we saw what he did last night on Monday night, he actually looked pretty good. Um, you know, made some athletic catches, didn't have a big game, but a guy that I saw some promise from that I thought, hey, you know, I I could see myself throwing some money at him if I have, you know, let's say uh, David Njoku, or if I drafted Irv Smith, a guy that I told you guys not to draft, but a lot of people seem to want to do that, Um, so, you know, a, a guy that, you know, did shit, absolutely nothing, you know what I mean, and, not a guy that I'm excited about, so if you pad some of those guys, then yeah, you know, maybe Tyler Higbee is another one less than 50% on, he's 49.8% on, you know, he saw a couple of targets in the game, you know, Buffalo's defense is just sick, so as long as he's getting targeted, it's really what you want from tight end at this point, like, there's not going to be a whole lot of tight ends I'm going to throw at you that you're going to be like, oh my god, I gotta go get this guy, because tight end is just a crapshoot, dude, either they score a touchdown, or they're terrible uh Hayden Hurst is another one you know that you know had a couple of targets a couple of catches but didn't have a huge game uh Evan Ingram you know seven point or 6.8 fantasy points uh, you know less than 50 percent on these guys are in the 20s uh you know Robert Tanyan, you know, all those guys are guys that I'm, you know, if I'm desperate at tight end, I'm going to do. Gerald Everett is 13.6% owned. You know, he scores the touchdown yesterday. If he doesn't score the touchdown, he probably doesn't have a whole lot. But, hey, he scores a touchdown, and that's kind of what we want. We just want guys to score touchdowns at the tight end position. And if you spent money on on some guys or you spent draft capital on some guys that are just not doing it for you, uh, then you're going to have to consider that. You're going to have to consider – you know, taking these guys. And depending on what website you play on, you know, you might Taysom Hill might be available for you at the tight end position. You're going to have to look at, you know, I know ESPN has him listed as a tight end, and, you know, I'm not sure about ESPN. I don't think they do. I think he's a running back on ESPN. But, you know, you're going to have to look at your situation and see, you know, if that's a guy you want to pick because he's not going to do what he did this weekend every single week. We've seen that in the past. He has these kind of games. So, you know, a guy that you can, you know, possibly... You know, pick up. Other than that, not a whole lot of guys. Um, but, oh, wait. Actually, there's a guy that I f- completely forgot to mention. Um, Corey Davis saw a whole bunch of targets as well for the wide receivers. So just throwing him out there. You know, like I said, the. <laughs> It's the Jets. I don't don't mean to be a dick, but, you know what I mean? It's the Jets, and and Corey Davis is going to get some targets. So, you know, just looking at it, there's not a whole lot of guys that are, you know, I'm actually looking here. uh, He is listed as a tight end on on ESPN, Taysom Hill. So, you know, Taysom Hill is a guy that, you know, know, gets you 16 fantasy points this week. And, you know, if you want to take the chance that he's going to get you, you know, close to, you know, 5 to 16 fantasy points, I think it's almost a ceiling, really if you can it, honestly tight end is just a crap shoot. if you don't have a top tight end, then you're kind of just hoping for these kind of guys. so you know all guys that you can take dark throws on and hope that hope that they pay off for you Tyler Conklin, um you know all those kinds of of tight ends. there's nobody here I'm gonna throw a name out to you and you're gonna be like, oh my god, yes, this guy is gonna win me my league because there's just not those kinds of guys available at the tight end position in my opinion you know, one week they're going to be great and the next week they're going to be shit and you're not going to know which week they're going to be great or shit. And that's about it. That's kind of what you're working with. Um we won't get into kickers and defense to pick up because, you know, we'll get into that in a later podcast this week when me and Kev are both here and we can talk about matchups and and things like that cuz we are going to be talking about matchups and wide receivers going up against cornerback up back matchups and things like that throughout this coming week, so For us here at Cheat Code Sports, guys, those are the guys that we are looking for. Uh, You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I will give you guys a couple of, before we sign off, I'll give you a couple of guys that I think you can drop uh, without a doubt. It's not going to be a whole bunch of names. I'm not going to sit here and bore you with a whole bunch of names that you can cut, but You know, the names that I would cut of guys that are, you know, probably on your team that you were hoping going to do something, Tyler Algier, I think it's time to cut him. Mike Davis, another guy that I would definitely 100% cut, Jalen Tolbert. You know, we kept hearing that Jalen Tolbert was going to get a whole bunch of and carries and blah, 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 blah. He didn't do shit. You know, he was inactive for the game. So Jalen Tolbert. Uh, you know, they kept telling us how great he was going to be for the offense and they love him and blah, blah, blah. You might see some, a little bit of carries out of the backfield on some end arounds and blah, blah, blah. And guess what? He was inactive for the first week. So I think you can go ahead and safely cut him, Matt Ryan. You know, I'm not, I'm not holding on to Matt Ryan. If he's a quarterback that you, uh, took with your second quarterback because you took a Trey Lance or something like that. You need to, you need to rethink that strategy and go get another guy. Mike Gusecki is a big one. Mike Gusecki I wrote down here is a guy that I would definitely cut 100%. Like just not going to be involved the way you wanted this year. And you know, he basically didn't run all that many routes at all in the game. Uh, You know, he was basically left out of the game plan. So Those are guys that you can definitely drop and pick up those other guys that we talked about on the podcast. So for us here at Cheat Code Sports, we love y'all, and we will catch you tomorrow, me and Kev. And you guys have a nice night. Peace out.